You're listening to the New City Church Podcast. These episodes are recorded live on Gadigal land. Sometimes the audio quality might not be perfect because what you're listening to is a conversation. We don't edit out the chatter and we think that's what makes it authentic. Wherever you're tuning in from, we hope you find this episode encouraging. If 2023, you have already settled on a word for your year. Show of hands. Can we hear some of them? Yell them out. Yeah, you get an orange. Orange for you. Um, okay, here we go. I, I am just as bad at throwing as Thomas. As Thomas. Sorry, Thomas. Um, what, what's your word? Whoa. That's good. I'm really sorry, everybody. Oh, that was almost good on my part. Um, Becky, you've, it's in your channel. Three words. Yeah, come on. Um, uh, any others? Chris? Healing and brave. I like it. There's a lot of technology over there, so I'm just going to do it. You ready? Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know why I did that, my heart. Um, good catch, Chris. Um, uh, uh, we are going to come up with some words for, for not just for you, um, don't be selfish, but for us combined as a, uh, a corporate thing a little bit later on. Um, but before we get there, I want to tell a little bit of a story. Um, a little bit of a story, and it's, it's not much structure, um, so it could go all over the place, but it started about... Um, five years ago, like 2017, is that five? Six years ago, wow. Uh, when I came out, so that's kind of where, where, we're still, where we're going with this story. I came out and my world kind of imploded slash exploded at the same time, uh, as many of you knows, know how that goes. Um, and I, I found myself in this kind of state of disequilibrium, to go against Steph's word, where everything just felt in flux and unsure and uncertain. And everywhere I turned, I wasn't quite understanding what was going on. Um, fast forward a little bit, uh, you know, add a whole heap of church trauma. Um, do you guys remember we had a postal survey? Yeah, that was a thing. Um, that, was, that, that happened. Um, the, the church that I was part of, felt opening, like I felt like they were telling the gospel well, um, but it turned out that they weren't, um, and they had a really narrow understanding of, of God's love, and it blew up in Thomas and my face at that point. Um, anyway, it got to the point as the years went on where I realized I just did not like the church. I didn't like the, not just the church that I was a part of, but the, the church in general. And inevitably, that spills over into your relationship with the divine, right? Like, you can't separate those two, at least not easily, at least I couldn't. And so, inevitably, I start getting angry with God and frustrated and pissed off with Jesus. You start to wonder, is God either good or is God just fickle and a deity who is kind of out there just to have you in as a laugh? And I, know, I knew that that's not who God was, but I, I couldn't. To, anyway, fast forward a little while, 
Uh, and we meet Steph and I and Thomas and someone called Ebony and Karen and Bronte. And we start putting together a new little community. Um, and it didn't have a name at that point, uh, but it was really refreshing. And for six months, a few of us just gathered and we prayed and we asked the question, what would it mean to start a new community? Um, and then in June 2020, middle of lockdown, uh, we had come up with a name, New City Church. Uh, that's where we're at. Um, we decided to open up a little bit. And so we invited a bunch of friends to be part of our little community. And this community started growing. And even though it was invite only at that point, it just kept growing. And then we decided that we would open up to the world. And by that, we meant we would put the time and date of our meeting places on the internet. Uh, I know, yeah, we really went out there. Um, and more people kept finding us and we kept building a deeper and deeper community. And a few people at that point felt like it had grown too much and different. And so they, they naturally kind of tapered off and their world went different ways. And that's, there's beauty in that. And, but, but lo and behold, we got to the beginning of this year and our year has started really gently for Thomas and I. I've actually had a lot of time to think and consider. We haven't gone into this world catapulted at all to this point. But as I've been sitting and reflecting in this really gentle entry to the year, it struck me for the first time this year, I feel like I have hope for the future of the Australian church. Hmm. I wonder how that sits for people. I can see some faces. I can see some unsure faces. Um, I can see some mm, not quite there yet faces. Um, I think I have hope for the Australian church. And here's why. I don't know if people are following what's happening in Baptist world at the moment, but essentially the Baptist denomination of, of New South Wales and the ACT have hunkered down and they have voted. Um, it was 60 to 40. Um, so 60% was the majority to say that any affirming pastors and congregations would be kicked out of the association. So they'd lose their accreditation. Um, now I'm going to use the same rhetoric that a minority used in 2017 to say 40% is huge. 40% is freaking massive. Like that's nearly half of the Baptist clergy in Australia want to be in a place where they can at least theoretically affirm LGBTQIA plus unions and identities. And along with that comes a whole array of theologies that say, actually, no, the gospel is good news. It's big, it's expansive, it's beautiful. It's God's love overflowing. It's community, it's God at work in the world. Like the 40% is massive. At the same time in this trajectory since 2017, where our story begins, the Anglican church has hunkered down as well and they're battening down the hatches. There was one moment where in Synod, they passed, get this, a property ordinance, um, because it's hard to kind of outlaw things in Anglican world. They pass a property ordinance, which says you're not allowed to hold any uh, LGBTQIA plus affirming activities on Anglican church grounds. Uh, so that, that was how they kind of outlawed it. 
Now, of course, there was naturally uproar in a bunch of places, um, but that gives me hope because you don't outlaw something unless it's becoming popular. You don't ban books unless there's something in it that's worth reading. And here we are, and I have to say, the reason that I am hopeful for the future of the Australian churches is because you rock up here every week. You are building community, and what you have here is far more beautiful than any church I've ever been a part of. And it really looks good. Like, it's attractive, you've got to admit. Um, and this isn't to say that other churches aren't also beautiful or that other churches are horribly flawed. It's that when you see God in a different way, when you see the gospel as expansive, when you see people as in the image of God, something remarkable happens. And I see that in you. I see that in a bunch of churches that are popping up around Sydney. I see that in people's conversations that are being had. And so for the first year, I want it on record, 2023 was the year where I started with hope for the Australian church. And so uh, uh, for me, the word hope has been resonating really strongly. And tonight I want to introduce this idea of a community of hope. I've got an acronym. Yoo-hoo! Um, and the next slide, I don't think it comes up very well. That says really faintly, now with Bible verses, which would have been funny if you could read it, hey. Um, uh, we, I, I want to look at this concept of hope within the Bible. What does it mean? What does it look like? How is it expansive? Uh, and what does it mean to be a community of hope? And at the end of that, I'm going to ask you to finish this sentence. I want to build and be part of a community of dot, dot, dot. What, what word would you insert there? We're going to do some, some thinking around that. So I want to uh, go through this acronym of hope. Uh, with a Bible verse attached to each. So, first letter, H. What does it mean to be a community of hope? I think hope, in essence, looks forward to something in the future, and it grabs hold of it. It grabs hold of it tight, and it doesn't let go. Let us, New City Church, hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For God who promised is faithful. We hold on to something good. We hold on to something big. We don't hold on to something flimsy. We don't hold on to something that could give way. We don't hold on to something that will disappear if we're not careful. We hold on to something that is sure and certain, confusing, to be fair, to be fair um, and sometimes a little bit enigmatic, sometimes bigger than we can quite comprehend. But in that, in that mystery, there's also this certainty of God's love that I feel. And I think part of what is beautiful about that image is that over the past 
two and a half years, uh, we have been put through the ringer a little bit as a church. Any church plant has hard times. But we also know that there have been voices in all of our world that have been telling us that actually you're going astray um, or actually you're not listening to God. Um, and it's, it's been hard, I know, for all of us to say, actually, this is a community that is worth it. And so sometimes, I, like, I just want to voice that hope can be really hard. Um, I know on, uh, I, I know on some, sometimes in this community, there's book clubs that pop up, um, and there's a community group that meets, is it Tuesday night at Steph's house at the moment, every second week, that's reading a book called This Here Flesh. Um, really beautiful, Cole Arthur Riley wrote that. And, and Cole Arthur Riley has these words. The truth is, my hope is mangled. It limps and creaks at night. You speak of hope like a white bird soaring. It's okay that mine is the battered exhale, a bench splintered wood. We're speaking the language of waiting, the tension between believing in the goodness that is to come and naming the grief and heartache of our present moment. Hope doesn't always sound triumphant. The wait is costly. It's okay to say so. as part of this, Cole Arthur Riley invites us to inhale and exhale. Uh, so we're going to do that. Um, if you, however you want to be comfortable, uh, we're going to take a couple of deep breaths. Um, and as we inhale, I'll give you some words. As we exhale, some words. So do as you will. Um, inhale, God, my hope trembles. Exhale, steady me as I wait. Inhale. God, my hope trembles. Exhale, steady me as I wait. Take a couple more deep breaths. Those words were from Black Liturgies, which has a brilliant Instagram account. I encourage you to follow. When you're ready, we'll keep going with our HOPE acronym. So first, HOPE holds on. Second, HOPE is open to healing. Open to healing. Isaiah 40, 31. Uh, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And we see Isaiah here in the midst of exile, in the midst of turbulence as his nation is overrun. We see Isaiah looking forward to a future day. And Isaiah declares that those who hope in the Lord, those who hope in this certain love, their strength will be renewed And I see it in this space over and over again. And I know those of you who've been around a while will kind of get sick of me saying this, but it's so radically true that I watch 
week after week, people walking in here hunched over, unsure, tears in their eyes, not knowing what it's like when they step foot back into a church and they get here, their heart racing. And then those who find home here over the days and weeks and months that pass, their shoulders start to relax. Um, they are able to start to go from a place of timidity to a place where, hey, I could say for some of you, it feels like you're soaring on wings like eagles. Like life has become beautiful again. And I want to honor that. I want to say that for some of you, when you started out in your journey of rekindling your faith, you were hurt and you were wounded. But healing comes. And I've seen that. And it's not always the case. It's not always going to be the case. And it's not going to be the same for everyone. And it's going to look different week to week. But for some of us in this space, it feels like there is this capacity to run and be energized. And I see it week after week as people rock up here and lead us and do sound and worship and set up chairs and put out the, the urn. And, uh, and people want to give. Uh, how good's that? Like, there's weeks when Steph and I aren't even here and the church just rolls on. Um, like, we could go and you guys would be fine, yeah? Um, yeah, why, don't cheer for that. But, <laughs> um, uh, it, and that's a lovely thing. We want, we want to honor that, that that healing has taken place. And I wonder if you're in this space and it feels like there's, healing will never arrive. Um, church will never feel like your safe space again. Um, my hope and my prayer is that as you step into a community of hope and as you build this community of hope together, that healing would come um, and that you would be open to that healing, that we would honor it as it arrives. P is for patient. Romans 8.25, if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Patience is the worst. Uh, like it just, you got to have it. Um, but waiting is just not fun. Uh, and so I want to honor the wait um, and honor the feeling of being in between and not there yet. Um, and for me, I know that my hope is one day we will see God's kingdom in all its glory that that new city will arrive in splendor and wonder. There'll be healing of the nations and yada, 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 yada. All, like all that. Sorry, that really diminishes it, doesn't it? Yada, yada, yada. Um, but there, like, there's, there's so much in there, um, but we're not there yet. Like we're, we're waiting. We're, we're getting there. And so we wait patiently. And in the meantime, we hold each other and we care for one another. We carry one another. And that brings us to our last one. E, what a roller coaster this acronym is. E, expansive. Um, hope, I think, imagines a better future that we can't even yet begin to fathom. Uh, I've said it before, but I think Christians uh, who see a vision of Jesus should act as the imagination of a society that has lost hope. We should be the ones painting a better picture 
that we can then start living towards. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in God so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that image of overflowing. I love that image of abundance that just keeps going. And I love telling my colleagues who have nothing to do with church, I love telling them about New City Church. Um, it gives me such a buzz because I'm so proud of the work that this community is doing. I'm so proud of this space. I'm so proud, like I'm honored to be a part of what God is achieving in and through you. Like it, it's remarkable to be a part of. And I love that. And I, uh, for the first time in a long time, I can say I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Um, I'm not ashamed that God has good news. I'm kind of just realizing that now. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was ashamed of it. Um, but I, I love that I get to be a part of something that is expansive and hope-filled, that I get to be a part of this ushering in of a new kingdom uh, as, as God's church grows. Uh, the kingdom is established on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, that's good. Um, Arthur Cole Riley again. Sorry, Cole Arthur Riley. Help us dream, she says. Not that we would pine for some mirage of how things used to be, but that we would hold space for visions of life where justice can breathe, where power is mobile, and where liberation leaves no soul behind. Come, God, and we will wait. Not only so, says Romans, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that our suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. Hope, I think, is the end game of a life that is fixed on something bigger. Um, and that's what we're a part of. And so in the meantime, we hold on. We are open to healing. We are patient. And we keep dreaming of this expansive vision of what God's doing. I want to be like that. Yeah? Yeah? Um, I, like, I want to be part of a community like that. Um, I want to be part of some, a community that, that does this. Um, so the next slide, um, this is it. I, in 2023, I want to build and belong to a community of hope. That, that's what I want. Um, I think I've settled on my church word for the year. Um, that's, that's what I want New City to be as we proclaim the gospel. Um, but the next slide... Um, I want to invite you to be a part of this. So pull out those phones, um, aim them at the screen. You know how QR codes work. Um, oops, gone. Um, and uh, I want you to uh, fi finish that sentence. Um, uh, in 2023, I want to build and belong to a community of dot, dot, dot. Now, this will take you to Menti when it's up. Um, 
and it will give you a chance to type in, I think you can say up to four words, so you don't have to settle on one single one. I can come give you a hand in a moment, Chris. Um, you don't have to settle on one single one. You can come up with a whole bunch. Um, so have a think. We'll throw up the screen. Um, George is going to put on some music, and we'll, yeah, yeah surprise, um, and have uh, chuck something up. Um, in 2023, oh, it keeps moving. I want to belong, uh, build and belong to a community of love, of justice, acceptance, uh, hope, kindness, honesty, loving unconditionally, compassion, beauty, faith, encouragement, vulnerability, scholarship, wonder. Someone put goofy. Uh, honesty. I love these. And it keeps moving, so I'm going to stop. Um, uh, okay, here's the next challenge. Here's your next challenge, because we want to do a, a little deep dive into this. Um, you're going to make an acronym. Whoa, wild. Um, okay, what I want you to do, it's, it's fairly simple, but this is also just a chance to meet a couple of the people around you. Um, say hi, greet each other. If you don't know each other's names, Get that, because that's socially appropriate. Um, and then uh, choose, choose a word that's up there, or you could come up with a new one to say, I want to build and belong to a community of dot, 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 um, and come up with an acronym, just like what I did with hope. If you can throw in Bible verses, you get extra gold stars. Challenge accepted. Um, we're not going to go for long. And then if anyone wants to, you can share your little acronym that you came up with um, to help us understand, like, what, as we head into 2023, what are we dreaming of for New City Church? So um, George is going to play some more music. Um, just write them down in notes. You don't have to uh, go anything special. And we'll come back together in five minutes, approximately. All the best. Knew it. Well done, Chris. Good one. <laughs> um, okay. Um, what, what words do people choose? Where'd we go? Yell, yell them out. What word did you choose to land on? Joy. 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 Um, <laughs> well, can, can I throw the microphone over to a couple of people? It doesn't need to be um, a groundbreaking acronym, something very simple. Um, who, who's going to read us out? Becky, you look keen. Yes, you. Oh, you did. Joy. Well, lovely. Do you want to? Can, can you read it out for us? What's in your acronym? Um, we have J for justice. Um, o for original. Uh, y yearning. We had J for justice. O for openness, and why for yearning for connection. A little more specific, interesting. Uh, okay, who, who else had an acronym or a part of an acronym, uh, or even just one word uh, that you're willing to share with the group? Go, Raven. Um, so, so I picked justice. So for Jay, we have joined together. For you, we have uplift voices. For S, we have support the discriminated. V, 
for T, we have talk to leaders. For I, we have insight change. For C, we have create community. For E, we have embrace empathy. Yeah, some good alliteration. Uh, love it. Uh, anyone else want to share their acronym they came up with? Chris, Chris is up. Here we go. Life, a community of life, and then in that I had love, inclusion, uh, faithfulness, and energy. And so I had love, I had a picture of like uh, the disciples, Jesus telling the disciples to love one another just as Jesus had loved them. Um, inclusion, I've got a few from Acts of like the Gentiles being brought into the church. Uh, for faithfulness, I had Hebrews 10 25 that says, Do not stop meeting together, but so like keep meeting together. And then I struggle a little bit on the last one for energy and enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Thank you, Chris. This back group here, Susanna, it is. Um, so one of the words was colour, and um, we did creative slash connecting because they're both great C words. Um, o, ours, uh, listening, okay with oops. <laughs> uh, understanding and revitalising. Good one, good one. Um, thank you. Anyone else want to share? Going once, going twice. Done. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, well, what a community. Uh, have I told you that I love you? Um, I love the vision that this community has. And just to tie it all together, um, the, the vision statement, um, everyone loves a good vision statement, of New City Church that we've had since the outset was that all might find refuge and life in Jesus. Um, and I just keep coming back to that as something that guides me, um, that we would be a space where people can come and um, there's this picture of refuge where they can rest and become whole and find healing and life that is that energizing and, um, what was the other word? Energizing and revitalizing and yeah like all this energy that can can be part of life so um i'm excited to be part of this community in 2023 thank you for being here like thank you for showing up and making this space yours and for growing it um